Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Talking Functional Fitness. On this week, coaches sit down with Coach Vignesh of CrossFit Frostbite. He's been a coach at Frostbite for a little over two years now. And on top of his keen eye for movements, Vignesh is another one of our coaches who brings in a unique worldview. Sit back and listen to find out how Vignesh came to the U.S., found CrossFit, and the love of his life. Enjoy. Yeah, comfy. You got a beer? I know. That's why I said he looks like a phone sex operator. He's all ready. Do you have any questions for us? Sruthi's Sruthi's off camera rubbing his feet right now. Jesus. (laughs) How have we not been canceled by you? Never going to happen. (laughs) Just do the awkward intro. This is why it takes forever, by the way. Yeah. Okay. This is still a record. Look at April, I said laughing. <laughs> 15 minutes in is still probably the fastest we've ever started a podcast. Okay. I can't look. Just look the other way. You know how to say words without looking at a screen. I can't. Okay. Oh we can actually go grab a drink, come back in 10. <laughs> we'll still be here dealing with the same issue. Okay. Okay, ready? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much. Um, I'm okay. going to leave in all this awkward silence or your silent belly laugh. All right, here we go. Welcome, everyone, to another Rip Roar Night of Charlie's Favorite Night podcast. <laughs> Special guest tonight, we have all the way from Livonia, Vignesh. <laughs> we are going to be talking to Vignesh tonight on the podcast. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Hey! You missed one. You only had. You only did it two times. Welcome. It's a welcome, and I'm welcome, pausing. welcome. I was gonna say, how are we all doing tonight? Pause. Pause. Don't listen. Interrupt. Here we go. Yep. Okay. Good. Nobody <laughs> answers. How are I started you doing, TikTok this week. Hey, oh, hey guys. I, oh. No, uh, nobody wants to hear about this. Let's talk about Big Nash first. Big Nash is gonna join TikTok now. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> It is Charlie? fun. I was Not I was reluctant enough. to jump on the bandwagon, but it is fun. Anything Already too many talk. social media things. Vignesh, <laughs> tell us about Vignesh is one of our coaches at Crossfit. Cross <laughs> I'm I'm enjoying you segueing out of this I appreciate it. Thanks for picking me up, buddy. Yep. One of our coaches, Vignesh, who has how long have you been coaching? Uh, almost two years now. Two years. Wow. Wow, time flies under quarantine. <laughs> um, we're going to get to know Vignesh a little bit better. He is going to be an open book tonight, everyone. Right? We're going to get to know the Balasubramanian history. You are just like Hassan Minaj, how he pronounces all the Indian names. He doesn't have a good pronunciation. No, he messes it up. Charlie thinks he pronounces it right. Vignesh, Try. could you please say your full name? Vignesh Balasubramanian. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> you, you, I, I would give that to you. You are the best. In whole of who would I have met? But I'm like Hassan. But I'm like Hassan. I mean, even if, I don't know. I, I guess yeah. even the worst Indian pronouncer is like better than most white people. So I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, you are the I'll best. Take the win. Everyone I have was seen he, on this side of the world. Was he born in the U.S.? Oh yeah. Right, I'm watching a lot of his stuff lately. It pops up a lot of my. Yeah. Sure. On your TikTok? He, I guess so. Boom. No, he's too old and uh, male. All right. All right. 
Let's get going. <laughs> so I'm going to start us out. Vignesh, tell us yes. about your childhood, where you're from, and kind of growing up in, in case anyone didn't know, Vignesh is from India. India. <laughs> yeah. So I was born in the southern part of India, a city called, named Chennai. So I'm from there. So growing up, I grew up all around India because my dad had this transferable jobs. So every two to three years, his project gets over in a city. So we move on. So I went to schools in probably six different cities. So we uh-huh. moved across the country all the time. And just when I entered my high school, we came back to Chennai, settled there. And uh, I went on to get my undergrad in Chennai in engineering. After that, right after my undergrad, I came on, came to USA to do my master's degree. And then I was in Texas for a couple of years, did my research, and then moved on to Detroit here for five years now. Okay, before you came over, <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to know a little bit more about, sure. like, so, so a lot of us watch some Indian movies and mm-hmm. don't know the full countryside of India so tell us like compare like what your city growing up looked like or what it was kind of it's definitely not like a slumdog millionaire okay <laughs> which is probably One what most people part. that's what trying to say. no <laughs> but I'm sure that's what most people think of India as no, yeah that's like the only categorizing like forests and beaches it's a big country yeah yeah it's a it's a pretty big country very uh, culturally sound a very different geography than how it is here with a very high population and a smaller country compared to United States. So I, I come from a state named Tamil Nadu and that's completely different from all the different states which we have. So the city which I grew up for a major part of my life is one of a metropolitan. I would compare it with like Chicago for USA. Okay. Like one of the main business hubs that has a lot of IT, uh, like information technology, manufacturing, kind of thing it's pretty developed it's a modern city but it's it doesn't look like chicago with all the high rises and stuff it's a good developed city not very backward do most people live in houses or apartments or it's mostly apartments that's the economical uh, way it means economical way of growing up at least i grew up in apartments our apartments are like 800 square foot whole house is a 800 square foot apartment and that was a big luxury for us my parents bought our house when i was in the eighth grade that's when we moved on to our own house before that we were renting the getting an individual house or like any house with a garden and everything like a yard that's a super luxury it's for like more of uh, rich and affluent people. And for us, it was not the thing with the means of how we grew up. Were you, did you have siblings? No, I'm a single child. Awesome. Yeah, no siblings. I grew up, uh, I have a cousin brother. So he lived his major part of his life. Like he graduated his undergrad and then uh, started living with us since he was like 20 years old. And uh, I was like five years old back then. So I think of him like my own elder brother, but he, he is just a cousin, but he is like my older brother. Otherwise I'm the one child. What about like extended family? Did you have like uh, grandparents nearby and things like that? Yeah, one of them 
main reasons why we moved i was in schooling when i started my schooling i would say like kindergarten to my 8th grade i was majorly in the northern side of india i was going between the cities over there and we moved on to right when i was entering my high school we moved on to south like back to chennai just because my my grandparents were there so we moved near to their place and more of our relatives and like first level relatives for my mom dad and everyone so the indian culture is more uh, inclusive and we are very close with all our relatives like cousins and sibling uh, everyone all the first and second level cousins are very close for us so we meet them all the time we go to their house i used to go to my grandparents house almost every day they were like walkable like 5 5 minutes from my place so we just walk to their place spend couple of hours then come back that was our usual routine when we grew up and even now it's the same thing how it is back there when we go everyone like comes over we like cook together eat at the same place something like that that's cool that's cool i like it yeah that's Sorry, pretty go. much all of the indian culture like you ask anyone it's more of a joint family or like a bigger inclusive culture all the extended families they meet at least when they are kids when we were kids we used to meet once a year during our summer vacation we will everyone will go to our grandparents place so there will be almost 20 people living in one single house for 50 days straight wow so wow. that was our summer all the time so everyone goes That's there awesome yeah so like all the kids will be sleeping together in like the living room the uh, all the my mom and her sisters everyone will be in a different room kind of a summer long slumber party yeah so kind of something like that sounds great That's the first it. 5 days yeah if you, if you enjoy your family it's great yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah i've picked up on that we look forward to it yeah. so that's the difference we look forward to it it it's i don't blame i it's a, that's a differentiator like how we grew up we were always like to adjust and like to get along with everyone even even though you are not comfortable with things we will like say like it's okay we will live with it so that's how we went through it but the culture here is totally different it's like we say it directly over here like okay i am just as charlie said like after 5 days now i want my individual space yeah that so that's a little different between here and there yeah and i think if we all grew up like from childhood doing that it'd be totally different but yeah we yeah, all no. used to that own yeah. space and maybe an afternoon or a sleepover but that's about it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, a, not not two months oh um, some of us are like fully we play like every day me my cousins go out and play cricket so that's our popular game so yeah. every evening we will go out and play cricket chennai has uh, asia's second longest beach so actually, wow not like the beach here it's actual beach by the ocean wait it's, are you dogging uh, on michigan <laughs> i love michigan <laughs> are you dogging on our beaches it's my home okay michigan is my home. i have hey, to say there is two and a half weeks a year you can have a pretty good time at some of the beaches because you you cannot call a wall lake beach right but Yeah, but up north, up north has beaches. Up north. Listen, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're crossing the line beach. right now. It, it, there's a flight yeah, to your up north beach. 
Yeah, yeah. No. Great Lakes no. to us are like oceans. So if it's a beach, I Great Lakes, then that's a beach. The best of <laughs> that, that, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like our Lions. It's like our Detroit that. Lions. Technically, they're a football team. <laughs> we you want to still support it? I don't yes. know. <laughs> I don't know where I think I think I've read somewhere where it came from, but yeah, it makes sense. So when you were moving around because of your dad's job, did you stay mostly in southern India or did you go to uh, different parts of it? No, I was mostly in northern India, actually. Okay. And then you kind of resided back in yeah, southern India. Then we came back to like our need to to Chennai. Okay. How big of a difference if any was there between northern and southern India from your experience? Uh, it's a lot. Everything is different, by the way. Uh, well, well, don't they country, speak another language? Like, uh, yeah, every state has a different language. Yeah. But uh, like here, like here, English is the most common, common, uh, commonly spoken language. In India, Hindi is most common. And like most of, if you know Hindi, if you know to talk and write, read Hindi, you can survive in most of the states. So, Do most people learn Hindi when they're little? It's kind of, kind of like that. Uh, most of the Northern Indian, like North Indian langu languages are derived from Hindi. So it's very easy to adapt back to Hindi for them. So Hindi is very difficult to learn for the people hailing from South, especially the state which I am. Uh, we are not very inclusive of that language. So I, we speak Tamil. That's my native language. Tamil is one of the oldest languages in the world. And in India, like many governments or like the political parties try, is trying to send, like decentralize all other language and centralize one single language as Hindi. So what happens with this is you lose a tradition of languages and there are more than 200 dialects in Indian languages, which, which is lost and nobody speaks that now because everyone adapted to something new. So the people from the state where I am, they want to still hold on to the roots. And I totally get it. And I totally support that to yeah. have the Tamil. Uh, that's the one reason uh, most of the, like Hindi is not a very commonly spoken language in Tamil Nadu. But if you just cross a border, like Michigan to Ohio, from Tamil Nadu to Andhra Pradesh, which is just a couple of hours, they, everyone speaks Hindi over there. So you can okay. speak Hindi and you can survive very well. So for most part of my childhood, I grew up in Northern part. So I was way better in Hindi compared to Tamil. So I, I didn't know most of my words in Tamil and everything. And that's when, when I came to Chennai, then I started to learn how to write and read Tamil uh, language. Okay. So you officially can speak what, three languages then? Or? Yes. Three. Okay. Oh, Dang. Um, you said things like kindergarten, high school, is the education system set up pretty similar in India as what it is here? Or are you just converting it for our purposes? Do you guys have like a kindergarten, separate school that, is that way? Uh, yeah, okay. kindergarten is there. Uh, so kindergarten goes like just the KG classes, right? The lower yeah. KG and the senior KG, that's the only two classes we have. Then we go on to a different school. So what's elementary, it's like one to five, right? Yeah. Here, yeah. Yeah, it's like elementary. six through so, 11 or whatever that is. Yeah, we do not have that segregation of elementary and middle school. We, uh, we okay. just middle and high too. So from the grade one to grade 10, it's all same. 
and after the grade 10 so the grade 10 we have a nationalized exam so every state or like there is a centralized exam examination so everyone goes and writes it so those grades are matters much throughout your life so if i go back to india and i have to recruit to a company they will be asking what's my grade 10 marks and everything oh wow that's a great test my grade 10 so it's it's regarded significantly higher for the 10th grade after okay. that uh, we do two years the 11th and 12th which is yeah. the junior and senior in that most people try to go to like more competitive school because in india education is the first thing everyone prioritizes education over anything else parents spend lot more money than they are even able to just to make sure their kids get the right education from the right school and uh, we do not have a public uh, education system we have a public education system but it's not as good as the private so everyone tries to, everyone opts to go into the private yeah and 11th and 12th after that we write another exam like sat we have for an india indian exam we move on to our college and stuff at what point in that process of schooling did you decide that coming to the us was going to be in your future oh not in school actually it was in my undergrad i think it was like the third day after i went to my college third day that's pretty third that's pretty day. early yeah after the third day of my undergrad i knew that i'm getting out of uh, here <laughs> not, i'm jumping on a plane mom and dad see ya i'm going across the world it was I'm not exactly like that uh, so yeah. it kind of some complicated things okay so in india if you if you don't score great marks in your 12th you have to go through like the counseling like you go into the ranking system so i in tamil nadu uh, the ranking systems were a little different from the schools which i i come from so i was like ranked much lower and i got a seat in a college which just opened that year so i was the first batch of engineering in that college okay not a deal of it but it was a good experience but it i just didn't have anything to tell like i did a four years of great college learning it was all like self learning and uh, college was experimenting with us and our next batch on what to improve and how to get things better and all those gotcha. so for four years i didn't have the lot of stuff which i wanted mm-hmm. i was aiming for like competitive top grade schools just like ivy leagues here and i missed it by a couple of points and i didn't want my my parents were not able to pay huge sums of money to get me into top colleges and i was not even ready to ask them to pay that much so that i can get like a education in a better university but i i guess at the end of the day it's all same curriculum we are learning so i just felt like let's get through this and get a better education coming to states or my first plan was to move to germany and then i plan to come out here so how did that conversation go with your parents like oh, hey. <laughs> i we i had my tickets ready uh, like two days before i was leaving uh, to states and uh, it's august 3rd of 2013 my mom says like it's okay you don't need to go you can stay here <laughs> because my mom never left me i i mean i stayed with my mom for all those uh, what yeah 21 years yeah even though what happened 
So that's a kind of lot of sacrifice, which my mom did is all the time, whenever we move to a different place and uh, my dad will be with us for like six months after that, he has got a project in a different place, but I have a, like a six to seven months of school uh, life remaining in there. So I tend to stay there. So my mom will stay with me and my dad will be in a different place. Most part of my life, we used to be, me and my mom used to live. And I, I can count it out. Maybe my dad uh, lived with us for five years, probably. Something wow. like that. Yeah, in total. That he had like, yeah, uh, in total. I'm telling from my birth, like yeah. till now, my dad would have lived with us for five years. And uh, because he had international assignments and then we came to Chennai for permanently. We bought a home and he started to get into different places and all those. So that's a big uh, sacrifice, which my mom did. So it was hard yeah. for your mom to let you go. Yeah. It, it was very hard for my mom to let me go. And uh, I guess more than I was homesick, uh, she was uh, like sick of, uh, she, she took more time. I guess it took her almost a year to understand that I have come here for a better future and all those things. Now she's comfortable with it. <laughs> <laughs> she's good now after seven years yeah what once you so you came to us for your master's degree but yeah. what made you want to stay here was it like is it common for people to come for their education and then go back so first thing why i stayed here is to make sure i repay all my education loan that's a very huge sum for us right almost like 40 grand that comes out of that because we trap travel from India and like the cost of living, everything. I mean, yeah. it, it's a, it's common for everyone. Even anyone yeah. goes for a graduate school, they're going to spend that. So, but uh, on the conversion rate and everything, it's a huge money for us. And uh, if I go back to make that money with this less of an experience, it would be really tough. So okay. I stayed on for a couple more years, but now I am in a point of my career where the job, which I do, I'm a thermal engineer, by the way. So, this, there is not a lot of opportunities in India. It, it's a very niche field. You can count the number of people who are working in thermal engineering across the globe. It's a small circle. Uh, it's more about like research and uh, it's a highly skilled labor. And the jobs back in India are not all driven towards this one. The one which I'm specialized now. Gotcha. Now, clearly... I know what thermal engineering is and what it does, but can you help these guys out and just <laughs> on like an elementary level? Why don't explain you explain it first, Charlie? Yeah, you guys will tell you if you're right. I'm not good at simplifying it. I'll defer to him. So thermal engineering is basically uh, in a simple one-liner. It's all the engineering that you, you're dealing with the heat, like the conduction, convection, radiation, those are the three things but not going into the details. I work mainly for automotive and consumer electronics kind of things. If suppose there is a car, right? All your train uh, parts, all the under vehicle exhaust and everything. As a thermal engineer, we look up to it and we see that it doesn't burn your car down. We make sure it is cool enough, whatever like degree you're running it at and how much ever you push your car to the limits. Just like that, thermal engineering applies to many different aspects. Did you guys get that? 
That's what Charlie was something that has to do with it has something to do with heat. That's what I got. Yeah. <laughs> That's that, that's how I can like explain. I'm not it gonna blow up because of Ignish. <laughs> it's kinda how I explain Lee's work. It's got something to do with like insurance. Money comes in, company. I put uh, money out. Uh, that's yeah, that's yeah. that's how we shot. It's lunch with people. That's it. He brings yeah. a paycheck. <laughs> yeah. He's professionally that kid at lunch who right. gets people to sit with him. Right. He's a he's a po- he's a professional, popular kid at lunch. Yep. Yeah. All right. So all this has just been an affront to the important stuff. We want to know about Sruti, your wife. Okay. Just tell us the notebook story that is you and Sruti. How oh. did you meet? Give us the love story. Oh, she she hit the first instance when we met. She hated me for like three years. <laughs> three years? What'd you say? Yes. Three years. That's a Where'd long. Where'd you meet her? Thing. No, uh, no, not <laughs> no. I, I mean, Tinder? It's like a year Tinder? and a half. I mean, I I exaggerated that. It's a year and a half or something. That's still a long time. She hated, yeah, she hated my guts. Is this what? when you were dating, or like you no. were pursuing her? Uh, <laughs> Why I, did she? That hate didn't you? even happen. Like, I, I didn't even talk to her for that long. Did but, you meet her in school? Where did you meet her? So we both went to the same like a coaching class. We went for the math. Uh, we wanted to go. We went to a coaching class apart from our school. That is like a special instructor. We used to go to that place, and she used to teach her. And Shruti is two like two great two years younger to me in like school. And she came there for her mathematics, and I I was there for mine. And from the first date, so she used to hit me. And uh, uh, after after we left that place, somehow I got the number. Uh, yeah, I, I actually asked my professor, like, Ooh, look at she, you. Yeah, I, I asked my instructor to give, give the number and she gave me the number and I like... It seems like a breach of trust. Right? I'm not breaking some cash, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, this girl hates Thanks me so much <laughs> for the past year yeah. and a half. Uh, do you Give have me your digits? phone number. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just texted her, but it turned out it was her dad's phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's oh, good. I yeah. What was, what was your first text? Yeah, I was just like, "Hello," and uh, hey, pretty girl. <laughs> Are you a bad girl? Is that what I was saying? <laughs> It works 100% of the time I've heard it. It works. Not on me. I mean, it did work on me. But... <laughs> so how did you get around her dad? You must have some some mad no, game to he, not. So he was actually not, not having the phone. Look, but she uh... moment uh, when I texted, but it was her dad's phone. She immediately told like, okay, don't text to this. <laughs> but... uh... And I was like, I simply texted for like probably five minutes. Hi, hello. This is my number. I got your number from a so-and-so person. And then oh, I didn't even text at all. But she has this prejudice that I'm not a good guy. I'm a bad guy. She didn't talk so much. She used the bad guy lying on you. Yeah. She called I, you a I, bad boy. I told you. It works 100% of the time. <laughs> she, she always thought of that on me. Yeah. All the time. What did you do to make her think that i didn't do it oh maybe because oh. sector was very close to me 
and uh, she used to give more attention like to the in the class and uh, probably that like the kid uh, thing something <laughs> i don't know yeah i am like the pet probably and uh, mm. she used to hate that mm. I, and her friend uh, used to her friend brought her brought her to that tuition uh, the place and she used to hate me for a long long time We Did were, anyone like you in India? Is that why you moved here? <laughs> that that's also a good explanation. <laughs> I'm like start over, then I went. Right. To, yeah. Then I'm Move like starting taxes. over in Michigan. Yeah. In, yeah. in few years, I have to see how this pans out. In <laughs> We like you. We'll start you. over. Yeah. No, I I have no to a point. I don't care who likes me. <laughs> So, how, so did you guys, you, how did you win her over after she hated you? Yeah, so we started texting. I think she still does, and it's just uh, yeah. In corner of the heart, I still think like she hates me. Why? <laughs> why the fuck she married me? Something she's like faking it really well. Yeah, <laughs> we casually started to text, and uh, like a five minute text turned out to like one hour, two hour. Then it went on texting for like. Five hours, six hours, then thousands of messages. Mm. Then it's it's like what ten, eleven years old, right? Yeah, eleven years old. Wow, you're eleven. Not even that old. No, the relationship. No, the relationship. Oh, they weren't eleven. <laughs> I was not eleven. Like relationship is eleven years old. Gotcha. But, yeah, our technology was just uh, text messages back. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Ours too, probably. Yeah, yeah you guys had. Maybe smartphones over here. I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah, for sure we did. Um, okay, so where were you guys at in your um, dating when you came to the U.S.? Oh, uh, it was on and off. We were good. Uh, my parents opposed a lot. Ooh, yeah, culturally. Somebody posed a sruti. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Now they are all. With it, my out of the semesters in my college, I got uh, I got caught lying to my parents eight times. Oh, <laughs> eight probably sixteen sixteen times, and uh, all it, it's kind. Of, okay, every time something happens, my mobile uh, like the cell phone will be confiscated, and I won't have any contact with my social world for a while. <laughs> something like uh. that. so it goes and. It turns around. I go back. I start my same dating her, and my parents don't like it. The same thing back and forth again and again. Uh, that's sixteen okay. times. I that so basically every time you got in trouble, they blamed Shruti. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> do that because their son is always right. Their son is always right. Child, you're the golden child. I am always right. And should yeah. make the mistake, yeah. Oh, But I should say, should this mom? She, she was very kind. Uh, she accepted right from the beginning. Uh, I went and spoke to her. Uh, like, I was in my first year of my uh, undergrad, and I went and spoke to her. I told like, hey, I like your daughter. We are like dating kind of thing, and she was like, okay, if you study well and come out do a job, then it's completely okay. Just don't let this. Distract your studies. That's what parents will like advise. Like the most stereotypical Indian yeah. parenting I've but ever heard. But my yeah, <laughs> my parents were like totally opposite. Okay. They were like, oh, 
they tried everything possible to make me stop uh, dating her or something like that. Which just makes the hard girl fonder. <laughs> Did they try and set you up with someone else? That doesn't happen in India. It's it, you go for arranged marriage, right? You don't date a girl. That's not a thing in India. In India, but you were dating a girl. Yeah, I was. I was against She's trying to. Every right, that's what I'm saying. Were your parents trying to arrange a marriage for you? No, instead? not not unless like I'm working and all those, right? I like. Oh. <laughs> so you were ahead of the game. Yeah, I was ahead of the game. Okay. <laughs> I chose, and then we were in a long distance. That that was a very rough patch for us. And uh, when you were here and she was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how uh, long was that? Uh, what? Oh, four years. I was before my wedding. How often did you visit each other during that four years? Oh no! In the two first, the first two years there was nothing. Like we were on too much on and off. And uh, once I graduated, and it was like the grad school and all those things, I never could like give so much into it. But uh, later, when I graduated, then we started to speak again, and it worked out. Yay! Credits to her. Brilliant. Yeah, it's credits to her. Uh, Steadfastness. Yeah. I wa- if I was in her position, I wouldn't have gone and accepted and everything. <laughs> so it's credits to her. She came oh. along and did everything. So you worship the ground she walks on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be listening to this. Pass. Yeah, yeah. She is <laughs> listening from the next room. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she got the cup up against the wall. Right. Not to get on a, not to get sidetracked before we get into some other stuff, but you had brought up arranged marriages. And pardon me for being very Western, but I think that's that's something that, that's obviously very different than what we do. How common is arranged marriages or relationships in India? That's the one day thing. That's the only thing? It's like <laughs> that's everywhere the one all the time. You, yeah, yeah. I would still say, if you take out the metropolitan cities, like the big forward thinking, like in New York or Chicago kind of cities, I guess 95% is still arranged marriage. In India. Okay. And that's... But you can say no, right? Or do you have to? Uh, some people don't say no. They just, uh, I, I still know some people, like my very close friends, who just agreed to get married just because their parents said, get married to her. And they get they got married. I was, what to say then? So what's the process of that like? So the parents meet up with other parents. Is there like a chat room? Is there bars that parents meet up in? How do you bars? No, drinking is not a good thing in India. That's a taboo. Like it's not very common. Good thing you're over here. (laughs) Right? I wouldn't survive a week in India. Yeah, it's it's not uh, like it's not very common of you see like people having beers and everything in their home fridges and stuff. Okay. It's, it's, it's more because many people are religious and cultural and they say like we worship at home and all those, especially I would say in Hindu, I'm a Hindu, so in Hindu uh, places, so they do not keep all liquor or anything in the home kind of. Right. Things. Okay. Believe so how do, and all those things. But all right, so how do the uh, parents meet? Yeah. First thing is from the culture. So if you're uh, from the same like 
Tamil Nadu, like Tamil, uh, same speaking, language speaking people. And there are so many sub-caste and religion. We look into the same religion. So it goes to like word of the mouth among the family. They will say like, okay. hey, I'm looking for a bride for my son. My son is doing so and so. Or the girl's family pass on the same words. And when like, when some common person hears it and they will say like, hey, that person is a groom. This person is looking for a bride. And they start like, in most of the arranged marriages, they look for horoscope, and then uh, they okay. and there is like matrimony websites where you register all your profile and stuff. Then oh, wow. contact your parents them. run it. Yeah, most of the time. Nowadays, I see uh, because I was just uh, creating one for my friend in Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't find a girlfriend in Canada, so so uh, you're arranging a marriage for the girls, uh, like. Uh, girls were running it. Yeah, I was texting all the girls. Oh, yeah. oh my god, that's like my dream. Right. You want the uh, login ID? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Want to play matchmaker, Ian? I love playing matchmaker. It never works Ian out. Ian tries to do that. I do it at the gym, gym yeah. all the time. Oh yeah, it works out every time. I said it oh. never works out. I said it never works out. Charlie, the the new whatever. This this will be edited, but, but whatever your was like different clubs that is going to be a dating club that's a right yeah fitness lane let's stay in the fitness lane <laughs> i'm gonna make april run and i'm gonna get her out of her comfort zone yeah oh. crossfit tinder oh, <laughs> yeah. oh that oh. would be actually we should that's, start a, dating no. site, a crossfit no. dating site there is one it doesn't work. oh there is oh, there okay. should be a class or where just couples a, can or just is this guys this is all how do you know about it yeah I'm in the space how do you guys know about tinder you guys have all been married forever i've never gotten everybody on knows about tinder. i know what you know yeah, about it you Charlie, know you know about it no yeah i have friends who what? use it you're kidding never had the opportunity no i've been with rach long enough to where rach and i were have together you probably like what? a year i have definitely <laughs> used the app and never met a girl in that i definitely used the app tinder yeah tinder came out after i was already in my relationship yeah same thing as like i think rach and i we were we were still early dating but it wasn't anything that was on the so i'm never getting divorced because i don't ever want to go on a dating site <laughs> and you love your husband and that's your the family only reason. And you believe in matrimony and you got work things out yep. and you got it right. really good <laughs> husband who loves you back to big i helped you out <laughs> back i said i never did anything for you there We're going to move on. We're going to change uh, <laughs> Change Speaking our of difficulties. Speaking yeah. of CrossFit Tinder. dating sites. Right. We want to know, we want to start talking about your fitness journey. So what uh, got you into CrossFit? Okay. I remember. I remember oh, that. What? Really, Anne? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I didn't meet you till uh, I brought along Shruti. I just knew Ellie and Charlie. Who ran the class? Because I used- they told me about you, and I saw you. The <laughs> <laughs> long flowing Somehow. locks. She hates me. That's that. right. Yeah, it's such longer hair. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay, <laughs> let me talk. Let me finish. What brought me into the CrossFit? Right, that was a forty-five dollar Groupon. That got me into. CrossFit. It's eighty now. Nobody it's knows eighty. That's 45. It's eighty now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Those it's are the Groupon. It's the Groupon. It's a Groupon. Okay, I yeah. repeat that. Uh, it's a Groupon coupon. <laughs> Before I had to start paying coaches. Right. You know the Groupon coupon that bought mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. 
something else? We saved it. Yeah, I don't know. That's good. Continue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, did, I, I moved to Farmington Hills just before uh, my wedding, uh, like a couple of months before my wedding. And then I was looking at places where I can work out. And I thought like, I should try CrossFit. I have heard about CrossFit for a very long time. Then I was thinking like, it's definitely not for me. <laughs> uh, that's uh, every stereotypical thing. I've been in fitness, like all the bodybuilding or like powerlifting for a very long time. I, I started lifting at 16 and I have been to a couple of powerlifting meets as a junior, but I always, I didn't have like a proper education of nutrition or like how to train and all those things. Those were like just raw lifts. You go into a old gym, do the lifts and then go to some local meets kind of thing. That's how I started it. But once I was in States, I just used to go to the gym. That was my regular thing. Three days or four days a week. And once I was in Farmington Hills, I started to look at the places and then I thought like, let me try CrossFit for a month definitely killed me for a couple of <laughs> then I started to get adapted I felt much better I guess um, it was exactly after a month and uh, four days there were like four more days before I was flying back to India for my wedding and why I hooked up to hooked on to CrossFit is I came up to Charlie I told like hey Charlie I have uh, four more days left uh, do you want to charge me? Uh, you charge me into this card. He said, it's on the house. So I still You're ruining everything. No, <laughs> no. <it's> secrets. <laughs> Their business model. This is important. I, just, I, made it. I remember this yeah. though. I remember this specifically. Yeah. yeah. He said, don't worry about it. It's on the house. Exact words. And I, it was, I felt like it was a great sense of running a business or like uh, retaining me and I felt that, that I should come back when I am back from India. That, that's the only thing I would say. Not just that. I mean, that's one of the main factors why I came back to CrossFit after that. And uh, after a few months, when I started to see, I was like getting better at things. I was learning more things. I was learning to scale, not like just go all in and uh, do all the workouts. I could uh, literally see me jump from a very awkward 90 pound lift and like shouting on that to doing a <laughs> pound clean yeah. in one of the ants class. Actually, I did a 165 pound clean when Anne was there. It's, it was a Thursday evening, I guess. I felt really, yes. that's when, that's how it started. Then okay. I thought, should start learning something. I went on to do some a couple of nutrition courses, started to consult people. Then I did the USAW weightlifting. Eventually, I wanted to be with Frostbite. Charlie told get an L1, got an L1. Here we are. Yeah. The dream, man. Yeah. You're in the thick of it. You love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so even Greg Struthi in. I remember her first day. He brought oh, that. Her that's deer, my like biggest. You're in the headlights, man. She literally cried uh, when uh, we left the home. <laughs> I, I literally told her, you have to come with me. It was like, you have to come with me. Let's go do the workout. Try it for a couple of days. Because she used to uh, listen to me. I say like how CrossFit is. She got scared because she has never worked out in her whole life. Never, ever. 
never touched a dumbbell in a whole. You would never know that now. No. Yeah, right? You move so well. <laughs> yeah, now and then uh she came on to CrossFit and the first day itself and made her row or run something. She No. <laughs> she turned it to the end. And then uh I told like it's okay do it for a couple more days and uh, then she started to see more people i guess that's the main thing she started to see other people at 5 o'clock classes 5 o'clock and 6 o'clock classes and uh, she started to believe that she can do it and i guess crossfit is something like you do it for a month you see a huge delta between where you are now and where you were you you then don't leave it there is a great community people are talking to you people are like there is an at crossfit prospect no one wants to right. meet you talk right. to it. greatest attributes if not our greatest yeah. like right. N- right from like i guess whoever shruti hates at first becomes her favorite at the end so <laughs> yeah and is her favorite yeah, yeah but shruti was, shruti didn't speak very like a lot of english when she came over right yeah it's a common between uh, just not to you yeah it's no it's or she didn't talk for, to me but i think that's super hard for like, all the indians i guess no oh, yeah. but yeah she you brought her into this gym and she could barely speak english and you're like go row and she's probably like she I was intimidated you. by everything like <laughs> yeah again the woman's gonna yell at you to work out harder yeah i guess i was like that military sergeant and told like you have to go and run to now <laughs> you said that she started to see people at like the five o'clock. Do you mean that she started just to see other people that she started to develop relationships with or do you mean specifically that she started to see other indian people at the five no, o'clock no i her? guess she was more influenced by the community not by like certain people from certain state or like country or anything but she yeah. was much more inspired by looking at i guess more females at the gym because in india it's not a common sight or you do walk into a gym and see more females work out many yeah. gyms in india so this 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 is one of the vital thing you can have in the podcast is many gyms in india have like a women's section separately in the gym and a men's section separately okay yeah and uh, like you cannot see what's happening there and you cannot see and if you go into the women section it's usually like four treadmills five ellipticals couple of like bikes and uh, five pound and 2.5 pound uh, dumbbells that's it there is no barbell no I don't want to be a part it's of like that. Like the gym. twisters, uh, you can see the twisters and all those things. I used to help help in a gym so I had seen all those. I'd be my jam. <laughs> Rip up that elliptical. So when you know, she came You know I go strut into that men's room and be like, "Excuse me." She would ape and I would tag out like volleyball players. We would stay at the doorway and tag and switch. <laughs> But uh then she came, she started to see like okay women can do this so coming from her perspective that's what i can think is she started to see like okay everyone can do this can start it slow i guess then the coaches and everything she it was a couple of people at the gym too who started to talk to her and uh, i guess andrea was the first person uh, who she started to talk that's cool everything and we attended a party i started to that was one of the main things for me 
uh, I wanted to come to Frostbite. It was because Shruti gets her community and like Shruti gets her own set of friends here rather than someone I introduce her to. Like because yeah. I, I go to cool. I go to different places. I meet people. I don't want Shruti to know people just because they are associated with me. Right. Yeah. Shruti is cl- close with like more people in the gym. That, like she talks to them individually than she thinks that she knows them through me. Right. right. That's one of her things. She didn't have a work permit for three years. So that's a uh, gym is the only place where she could sweat it out, talk to people, get some interaction for the everyday or else she is closed in the home for 10 hours or something. It's awesome. Man. Women uplifting women. Yeah. And also we party a lot. <laughs> Introduce the people to new people. I say they got drunk after the exactly. third party or something. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I remember. Fell down face flat in my house. I don't, I don't remember that part. <laughs> I remember seriously drunk though, and it's like top ten people I've ever seen drunk. It's it's up there. I've seen a lot of drunk people. Yeah, Charlie um, said I would pay to watch Shruti drunk. <laughs> I would. Yeah. <laughs> Another TikTok idea, by the way, a drunk oh. Surti page. Oh, it's very hard. Oh. Just I'm throwing it out there. I'd watch I it. Fly somewhere, you guys take care of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll manage your page. That'd be fine. <laughs> so she'll be internet famous. It's the best kind of famous. <laughs> so speaking of community, we, if for those people that aren't listening to or that aren't never been to Frostbite that are listening to the podcast, we have a pretty significant part of our population is Indian. Mm-hmm. what influence do you think that you guys have had on this or, or why do you think that is? Because there are other mm-hmm. gyms in our area or that are really close to us that at least from a social media aspect, don't have that same representation that we have. Why do you guys think that that's happened at Frostbite? Okay. Um, there are a couple of things I would say. First thing is your membership, like the Groupon thing and all those that's that that gets uh, people attracted. attracted. Oh, everyone. I got yeah. there. Me too. And it's yeah, everybody is there. It's a, a, I guess it's a proud thing to say. Like, uh, and you run the gym really well, so that's one thing. But it's not in our gym, especially. Okay, let me start this again. But in CrossFit Frostbite, I have not seen any coaches push anyone beyond their limits or like tell them that you have to do this or tell some athlete that you have to do a back squat or a deadlift. If they say like, no, I don't want to do it. No matter what's like athlete is like 20 year old or a 60 year, 70 year old person, but it always, there is a alternative functional side, which we prescribe whatever they feel like they are not comfortable doing it. They don't, they think like the weight is too much. They think that it is for high skill. There is always a modification that keeps people coming in. Comparing to the other gyms, our gym, we do not uh, like, it's not like the bunch of people with like six pack or like toned arms running around and saying like, Hey, we lift 500 pounds of back squat. It's not like that. It's Friends very much taken, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> Anne has a six pack and Charlie has toned arms. 
there we go. Add, no, not Ad is a role model. Add is a role model of coaches. I think if we add our back squats together, I think we might be able to get to 500 Maybe. pounds. I don't know. <laughs> but no, I mean, if you, if you want to know it, that's the no, thing. No, no. When, no, people, no. when people walk into the gym, they don't want to feel like, hey, I don't belong here. They want to feel more welcoming and uh, our community takes care of it. Anyone who comes new, they just talk well. They blend into our like space within a day or two they feel like hey okay i'm coming to a place where i know everyone that may especially when you see like the six o'clock and seven o'clock class where there are like a bunch of new people plus bunch of like old people also and you can see everyone gets together and like cheers them up till the end yeah. all those things no one like laughs about if someone is uh like lifting a very low weight compared to them or they still encourage them. That's the community what we have. I guess that's why people tend to come back again and again. Perfect, man. Perfect answer. Charlie, I want to add this in here, but you asked like why I stayed for that part. Yeah. So uh, I guess it was six months into the CrossFit, like the frostbite. And I was super ambitious and registered for summer open, Lexard is summer open. I didn't know anything about competing. I thought like I was great, doing great. I can do things. I can go there and crush three workouts in eight hours and do four side workouts and still be yeah. alive. All those super things. easy, right? Yeah, on reading on the paper, I was like, oh, that's great. Uh, and uh, in the rookie, I can do it. I came up to Charlie and uh, there was one thing I asked like, Hey Charlie, I'm going for this competition. Can I wear the frostbite t-shirt? And I told like, I just don't want to be like coming up last there and uh, being a disgrace to your gym. He told like, Hey man, I don't care about it. That's great. You can wear it. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. I mean, um, many, I, I have, I, I have, thought it was Vignesh. I thought it was when you uh, dropped your back squat and he cleaned it for you. I thought that maybe that was that was like the normal like the first year's gym thing he most of the time he that. wants to insult me <laughs> all the time he, i, I dropped my back squat charlie will do it but at the same condition without charlie i wouldn't have got back squat charlie would remember it uh, i don't know if Anne was there but uh, i got a 45 pound pr or something like in four days on that competition floor yeah, yeah that was a huge one. But I still got it. Charlie was so hyped up on that day. I yeah, I thought you were gonna fall over. It was great. All right, buddy, you passed the uh, the hard, difficult, personal questions. Now you got to pass the ridiculous questions. Right? <laughs> now, now we get to know you. <laughs> now we really, really get to know who you are. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do some would you rather's. Let's go for All it. Right? All right, I'm gonna start you off. If you were reborn, would you rather be born in the future or would you rather be born in the past? Future. Wow. You asked me, you asked me three See, months ago. Okay. You asked me three months ago, I probably would have You're already said telling future. him it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, next. All right, here <laughs> I go. Free Wi-Fi wherever you go or free coffee wherever you go. Free, free Wi-Fi, I don't drink coffee. Oh, that's 
Would you rather go back to the past and meet your loved ones who passed away or future and meet your children or grandchildren to be? Go to, go to the past. Go to the past. Yeah. How go far? Past. Uh, probably 15 years. I go and meet my grandparents. Like just my okay, mom. 15 years before you were born? Grandparents. Yeah. I, okay. My grandparents passed in the uh, last 15 years. So I go and meet them. Hmm. Good answer. Okay. I'll accept that one. Would you rather know how you will die or when you will die? I don't want to know either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to pick one. Hey, how will you die? Oh. How will you die? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to know my last. When would be yeah. hard. I, yeah. yeah. When would be hard because I'd be counting down the days. Yeah. Although, it's, what if you knew? What if you knew you were gonna die by a knife to the throat? Stop. Doesn't matter. Uh, you, you're going to die in five minutes. Anytime someone would butter a bread, piece of bread, I'd be freaking out. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Okay. Would you rather? Would you rather skinny dip with your friend or with a stranger? Swim naked. Oh, uh, not your wife. Probably. A friend. Stranger. Stranger. Really? Yeah, so that yeah. I don't have to meet him again. You, you him or her, whatever. Yeah, I'm I think a stranger it's like a... for sure. What? Stranger. stranger. Yeah. yeah. Stranger. No. Stranger. <laughs> no. Stranger. There you go. Vignesh has been wrong. Every wrong. One of so before. <laughs> Would you rather only eat pizza for a whole year or never eat pizza for a whole year? So never all you get to eat is pizza. pizza. Never eat pizza for a whole year. Okay, I'm going to read that question to you again. And I'm going to let you re-answer it. <laughs> Would you only rather eat pizza or never eat pizza? For a year, you said. Yeah. For a year. Yeah. I think yeah, a lot of different kinds of year. pizza. Charlie just says this because he eats pizza every day. There's a lot I'm of, saying, Charlie. if you fold up a slice of pizza, it's a taco. Oh my god! No, it's not. <laughs> no, never eat a pizza for a year. You get I get Mexican pizza and fold it up. It's a taco. Oh. No, I didn't Explain eat a pizza for four years. So Mexican that, pizza is not really pizza. Yeah, that's incredibly insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> I've gotten a Mexican pizza at Taco Bell, and it has nothing to do with pizza. <laughs> They're really Move good. On. Move on. I feel right, like we totally a, just, <laughs> like we totally just talked over McNash. Nobody cared about his answer. I'm sorry, buddy. We'll let you no, answer some of these. He promise. did not want to eat pizza. Yeah. Wrong answer. Yeah. I am used Would to you it. rather, uh, this is a good one. This is disgusting. Would you rather lick a dirty trash can or lick the bathroom floor? How about um, we, can we change this to lick the frostbite trash can uh, or the um, frostbite bathroom floor? Hey, I frostbite trash them. can. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I clean that bathroom a lot. It's the I'm lighting. definitely for the trash. It's yeah. the lighting. Trash. I'm telling you. I'm I've taking the floor. On, ew, I've seen pee on the floor. You boys oh. don't know how to aim. Boys pee on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Water splashes. We pee into the bowl. I'm not gonna explain physics to okay, you. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Next it's question. Ending up on the floor. I've already had to. I've already had to explain thermal engineering. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let's move on you to the next question. Okay. Would you rather have one eye in the middle of your head or have two noses? <laughs> what are these questions? Oh. <laughs> I don't see use of either. But okay, in the middle. 
One eye in the middle of your head or yeah. two noses? I would agree. One eye. One eye. One eye. I would agree. You're going to lose depth perception. That is good. No, it'll be That's a giant fine. eye. You'll find. <laughs> I'm going to be the awkward human being on Earth. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather have one hand twice as big or one hand half as small? <laughs> one hand twice as big, I guess. You're so stupid. <laughs> This is why Anne wanted to cut out all the parts where Moving Dash talks about his childhood. This is why she wanted to get here so fast. No. Would you rather live in a mansion in the city or a farm with lots of animals? A mansion in the city. I'm going to have to cover for Ape on this next one. She's not going to recover fast enough. Would you rather drink sour milk or eat rotten eggs? <laughs> rotten eggs? Oh, you drank no. sour milk. Oh. You gave me that. You gave me that one drink, <laughs> sour milk. I thought that was goat sperm. <laughs> you said. Oh. <laughs> what? I was, to, I was trying to leave that part out of it, but yeah. It oh. <laughs> not that I've tasted it. It was a buttermilk. Oh my God. Oh buttermilk, <laughs> Charlie termed it as goat sperm. It was... It was it was, uh, it was it was two year old sour cream is what it was. Where was uh, this at? This was at his place. Yeah. <laughs> two year old sour cream in your fridge? Yeah. No, it was a butter. It was it's a yogurt drink. What he had was a yogurt drink. He likes mango lassi from an Indian restaurant, but he doesn't like that. Oh my gosh. It's something the way he made it. Uh, would you rather <laughs> eat a whole jar of mayonnaise or drink a cup of hot sauce? Cup of hot sauce. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> I would eat a whole jar. And if I do that, Anne has to do it along with me. Oh, hey. yeah. Yeah, you want to die? That's gonna be that's gonna be one of these podcasts. Is oh we're gonna get God. hot wings and force Anne yeah. to eat them. Oh yeah, Anne versus me. It, it it should be like one you did in the past. Hmm. Yeah. Um, would you rather live without movies or music? Okay, without music. Really. Yeah, I, I like movies a lot. I watch a lot of movies. So does Charlie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That means rather... all your workouts at the gym are silent. No, I play, play, play the movie, movie and mm. the background music is going to be. There you go. Right. Nope. Rocky. The background music is cut out of every movie. <laughs> Would you rather have a pet panda bear or a pet zebra? Panda bear. <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard at that one? That was like the most tame oh, question no. I've had so far. So <laughs> you came up with that. I know. I know. Copied and pasted them, I should say. Uh, nope. uh, would you rather have a bucket stuck on your head or a cement block stuck on your foot? <laughs> bucket stuck on your head. Really? Yeah. yeah. How you am I going to walk? Anything. <laughs> are, are you just positive that you can get it off pretty quick? <laughs> Break it? It's a bucket. Uh, a bucket? You can't just break a bucket. It's plastic. You can like oh, send some eyeballs out. <laughs> How you cannot break a bucket? Just go and hit on some random surface. <laughs> Bro, your head's on the inside of it. <laughs> Try fine. it. It's going to ring for a while. It's going to ring for a while. Oh my god. Um, is it my turn? Yes. Would you rather a pool of chocolate pudding or a pool of strawberry ice cream? Chocolate pudding. My, what does I the like flavor it. have anything to do with it? I don't know. Why is that even part of the question? 
You're saying pudding though? I would pudding too. That's a feel fine cool. answer. That's a fine answer to a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather eat a dead spider or a live worm? Oh, I don't know. Uh, live worm. A live worm. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I I am fine with eating anything. So. Uh, how big is the spider? <laughs> I feel like you guys are asking me these questions. I'm taking them very seriously. <laughs> it would have to be at least a quarter size spider, not including the legs. Yeah. Oh, I can worm. eat the spider. Worm all the way. Uh, Big ass spider. I'll just put a bucket on the worm's head and wait for it to knock itself unconscious. <laughs> would you rather have French fries or chocolate cake? <laughs> the best questions. Oh, chocolate cake. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh. I have done up the sweet tooth. <laughs> Ignatius is 0 for 25. Right so far you haven't answered one of these correctly. Would you rather have three legs or three arms? Uh, three arms. He's already got three legs. <laughs> oh my gosh, get me out of here. Right? <laughs> Bye. Would you rather constantly itch or always have a cough? Mm -hmm. oh, always have a cough. Not in good mm. cough. Good cough. Right. I think it's a good cough. Uh, would you rather eat <laughs> a chunk of hair or drink a glass of sweat? This one makes me want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> eat a chunk of hair. <laughs> Wait, is it somebody else's hair? Yeah, it's not your yours. own. Okay, in, in both of those, it's not your own. It's not your own for both. <laughs> I have to go with the hair. Eat. I don't think I could drink sweat. Yeah. Although, yeah, uh, about those. Uh, Eat it. Uh. Please move on. All right. Would you rather have your shirts be two sizes too big or one size too small? Too big. Always. Too big. Is it obvious what my answer would be? <laughs> we don't need to know. We already know. Yeah. Would you rather live the rest of your life with silent, uncontrollable gas or loud, uncontrollable sneezes? Silent, uncontrollable gas. Oh, I, asked, I asked Lee this one, too. I told him. He picked that. I said I'm I would divorce you. Right <laughs> you silent, would be uncontrollable? Forever. I mean, all gas becomes uncontrollable at some point, right? You can't keep it in there forever. <laughs> I feel like uncontrollable is constant. Like just, uh, it just every time. Open. Oh, stop. I'm going to throw up. Is that worse than the sweat and hair question? I don't know. I don't these know. Are really, these are really when good. When you said Here's, it was this, just left open, yes, it is. The sweat was the grossest. Yeah. yeah, so far. Would you rather have the same phone forever or the same haircut? Same haircut. Good choice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Would you rather wear sweatpants the yes. rest of your life? Yes. Or never wear sweatpants again? Never wear sweatpants. Again. Oh, you just killed me. Personally offended. That's why I wear sweatpants because I'm not a big bulky coach like every other gym has. I've got <laughs> to hide my scrawny legs. I'm, I'm fine with my legs. <laughs> oh. Right, wish I had. Ready? I wish I had your confidence. We're coming in. <laughs> we're coming into the final. Here's our last one, best one for you. 
Would you rather be an unknown superhero or a famous villain? Unknown superhero. Aww. Yeah, yeah. And that's why we love Vignesh. <laughs> Good one to end on. If you would have ended on the hair and sweat one, I don't think we would have ever recovered. Nah. <laughs> well, it's been a good time talking to you. I hope everyone has gotten to know you a little better and yeah. hopefully others agree with your would you rathers besides us because they were all wrong. Uh, you got <laughs> two, yeah, two out of the last five. Yeah, you had a few that were correct. Thank you for joining us. We're so happy that you are on our team of coaches. You are awesome. We love you. Anyone Thanks else want to Thanks for inviting. Everybody. It was great talking to you guys. It was, it was fun. So fun. You're the best. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Ape is not pee during every podcast, so you know it she was doesn't. a good time. Yeah. She Trash peed her pants, so you really see That's it. our barometer of success is <laughs> apes, <laughs> apes urine levels. Okay. Well, I have an excuse. Yeah. I'm going to put it at the beginning. I'm going to say, you're in for a good one. Ew. I don't know what it means until the very Oh, end. that's good. Right? Very this good. is going to be, yeah, this is going to be. All right. Anyway, twist. time to cut it short. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you once again for listening to another episode of Talking Functional Fitness. If you guys did like this episode, please do like and subscribe. Feel free to follow CrossFit Frostbite on all their social medias. That's Facebook, that's Instagram, uh, that's an also YouTube, and also go to uh, CrossFitFrostbite.com. Once again, thanks for listening and stay frosty.